Welcome to the Yankee Health and Performance Show. This week, I have my friend Mike Tulamiro um, on the show. He co-founded our side company called The Forge Method with me um, back when I was at uh, the gym in Massachusetts. Um, what we're gonna talk about today is cookie cutter programs versus personalized programming, right? So um, we're talking about the differences, why we believe personalized programs are, or personalized programming is better than a cookie cutter program that you can find maybe online, like um, a comp train or a mayhem athlete or like street parking that people do at home. Um, and kind of what the differences are and why we believe in personalization uh, for exercise. So, we're first gonna start talking about how we founded the Forge Method and kind of where that came from and where we are now. Yeah, Forge Method. So Forge Method started, we were both coaching group classes. We were, you know, we'd have our, our hour of coaching a class and then we'd, you know, have all the, the relationships we continue with people before and after that. And we essentially realized that there's a limit to how much you can offer somebody in the context of a group class where you're paying attention to 15 people at a time and uh, everybody's got their own strengths and weaknesses, everybody's got their own goals, and uh, we realized, man, it'd be cool to supplement this um, with something that would address those specific goals and limitations. Yeah, and I think we also realized that like a lot of people wanted to work out in other places than in our gym, and like I think for a lot of people, a lot of gym owners, it's like that, that's kind of a hard thing for them to accept is like when people are in their gym or in like not wanting to do their program or um, people outside of their gym like don't want to come into their gym to do a program like I think a lot of people don't like a lot of gym owners just aren't willing to help those people but there's still a lot of people that still want to do fitness they just don't want to do it inside of the walls of your own facility so I think uh, this was kind of a way for us to reach more people like through online coaching and um, and yeah through personalization in online coaching um, and obviously like the group class is built for as many people as we can make it good for, right? It's 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 helpful for a lot of people. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, a lot of people benefit a lot from group classes and from a general program. But there's plenty of outliers on either side who are either you know too injured to do this or need more. Right? I think and that's yeah, kind of who we were changing. That was first. right. We I think one of the reasons we both very much appreciated CrossFit and, and our initial experience as fitness professionals was. The broad brush is great in the sense that you can help a lot of people a little bit, right? And that was, and so we're like, cool. Let's let's continue that. We're gonna stay invested in that, um, and then try to get more specific where uh, you know, where we could. So that that was kind of the initial idea. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and also like for me, I I was getting a program from Brendan to do on my own, and mm -hmm. it was completely personalized to me and all the things that I needed, and like that kind of made me realize like, oh, like I'm getting way fitter by doing step ups and you know like my wall walk holes and taps and like these random things that were specific to me that nobody else was doing in a group class but like was going to help me reach my goals quicker and so I think we realized like or at least I realized that that was the way to go for people who wanted to get to a specific goal quickly right, right? like right if you have an hour program. if you have an hour to work you know, two hours or whatever the time is that you have to work the the most efficient path is going to be the one that was drawn specifically for you, right? That was right. kind of, yeah, it's a big, big concept. So that was, right. yeah. All right, so how, so how about so, the, in the context of Yankee CrossFit now? Why are, why, are, why am I on this podcast? What are we, what are we doing here? <laughs> so, so 
Mike and I grew a little online community and we had you know, 15, 20 people that we were training online. And uh, Yankee, obviously, was mostly in person at the time. Like, Band does, does some programs here and there. But we kind of wanted to expand the reach of Yankee online. And also, I wanted to get everyone kind of underneath the same place that I was working at because people were just confused. Like, what, are you, like, what is this Forge Method thing? Like, how is it different than Yankee? And, like, it's just going to be, like, more streamlined, I think, for everyone to be underneath the same branch. So, essentially, Forge and Yankee are merging. Um, Yankee's coming into, I'm sorry, Forge is coming into Yankee. Um, and it's going to be the online brand, right? So, whenever we get a client that's remote, um, that's going to be kind of through Forge, which is essentially just underneath Yankee. It's just going to be a different social media platform and allow for more reach, right? We're going to have two social media pages. Uh, things like that, but it it does allow for us to operate a little more um, less like business owners and more like coaches just coaching people from afar. Right. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's that's been always all along. I think that's been the my favorite part about it is that like I lived in California for a while and we were both still working together to coach people and I was still learning from Andrew and and you know bouncing ideas off each other in terms of how to best work with clients who we may or may not have actually ever met in person and so that, it was cool give you know give us a chance to to expand our experience and also just to reach more people help more people get fit yeah. which is something we're both passionate about so. yeah and i think too like another like really great benefit for, from our end on forge is that like yankee has his brand built out where brendan's built a pretty good name for himself right, right? and just being associated with that is going to help us i think have more reach um and it's going to help yankee in terms of like and things like that. So, all that's good. Forge is moving into Yankee, right? The real reason we're here today is to talk about why cookie cutter programs are less good <laughs> than, than personalized programs. I'm not saying they're bad, right? Because I think for a lot of people, cookie cutter programs do work if the cookie fits them. <laughs> or if, if you, you know, like cookies, <laughs> eat some cookies. What, so let's, let's, let's back up a second. What, what do you mean when, um, when you say cookie cutter program? What do you, what do you so mean? So a cookie cutter program is when um, someone designs a program for some, not for someone, right? Designs a program to reach as many people as they can, right? Okay. So it's, okay. it's, this, it's this program that's built out and they put it on the internet and anyone can do it. Right. But so you go on Google built. and you Google squat program. You can yeah. find a whole bunch. Those are cookie cutter programs. Right. It's, it's right. specific. Not built for anyone specifically. It's just five by five squats for 12 weeks in a row with right. increasing weight, right? Savage. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the, the, there's a lot of issues that come up with cookie cutter programs. Like people, you know, like number one, you don't get coaching feedback, right? So when you get a personalized program, if, if you're getting coaching, which is what we're selling, right? We're not really just selling a program. Right. Um, if, we're, if we're coaching somebody online, we're, we're selling coaching. And, so they get their program, but they also get feedback on their program. They get notes. They get like all these things that are specific to them and are going to help them execute the movements right. You get a cookie cutter program, and it says five by two snatch, and you and you go to your snatches. You have no idea if you did them well, if you got any better at snatching, right. if you did the right weight. You know, like you just don't know. So let's, yeah. So for, yeah, in that in that example, let's take the five by two snatch. And I know plenty of people do this. I used to do this as well when I was you know early on in my CrossFit career. Um, I would think, okay, I did five sets of two reps. Like I completed it, I must be better at snatching at this point. Um, when I have one of my clients do a five by two snatch, um, I'm, I'm getting a video normally of at least one or maybe multiple sets so that I can take a look at what's happening. Um, 
we can we can specify if if I know this person struggles with maintaining position coming off the floor um, a lot of times your five by two snatch may happen and then after that we're gonna go into just snatch pulls or just snatch deadlifts or maybe before every set I'm having them do like a, a tempo snatch deadlift first just to reset and calibrate how you're coming off the floor then you're doing your set um, so not only are you going to get feedback from how it looked, you're going to get feedback on the numbers that you're hitting, the positions that you're hitting. Um, maybe I'm going to change the next time that they you know, pull a snatch off the floor based on something we saw in that particular yeah. five by two. Yeah. Um, it could be from a hang position. It could be from the floor. It can be added. So all those little nuances, that's what's going to help you get better at snatching. Big picture, absolutely. You do a movement enough, you're probably, gonna, you're probably eventually going to be able to put more weight on the bar. Um, our concern is like, is it happening safely, efficiently? Are you putting your ceiling as high as possible right. um, and maintaining good habits, breaking bad habits, and like doing everything in a progressive way that's going to allow you to continue progressing rather right. than just one day you wake up and you've done the heaviest snatch you will ever do because you've created all these bad habits along the way when right. no one was watching. Right. So like maybe one client is doing you know a snatch deadlift and a hang snatch. Another client isn't even snatching because they can't even get into the positions that are to snatch, right? right? Like instead they're working on their shoulder flexion or their ankles or their hip right. flexion, right? Like, so I think everyone, everyone is so, so different that you can't just rely on um, just this general program to help everybody. It's gonna help somebody, but it's, it's gonna help this like narrow lane of people, yeah. right? And everyone else is gonna be just doing stuff. Right. And they might be getting better, they might not, they might be getting hurt, right? Um, so. Yeah, that's the, I think that's kind of the, the, the biggest difference between, there's a lot of big differences, but the biggest difference is that you get coaching when you get a personalized program, and a right. cookie cutter program, you don't. Right? That's, and that's right, I think that's, even just the terminology of it, um, I had to get used to talking about it this way, is that we're, we are, we are trying to provide remote coaching. It's a lot yeah. different than buying a program. And yes. I think the, the terminology does matter because somebody can look at, yeah, you can go, and I've done this. I've done, I've Googled squat program, found, <laughs> found a squat program with a picture of just some dude with 600 pounds on his back. I'm like, yep, that's, that's where I'm, that's where <laughs> I'm headed. Squat program, I'm going to go do that. Yeah, and, right, so like, so short, I went through the program and I put a little weight on my squat, right? That, that worked in essence. Um, when, I'm, when I'm putting somebody through a squat program, I'm, I'm hoping and, I, and I'm confident that um, I'm confident that they're gonna get more than just that. I'm confident that we're gonna find other things to work on. I'm confident that some people, um, for a lot of people, you're gonna mitigate injury risk when you find out that, wow, some, your left hip is so much weaker or less stable than your right hip. You do a whole bunch of single leg, you know, single leg stability, single leg strength, your squat goes up anyways, and you get healthy and you don't blow your back out next year, right? And so, so we're, we are absolutely coaching people not just saying, okay, great, you are my client, here's your five by five and your two by two and your blood, yeah. right? It's, and I think that, that was a big distinction in my head and when I'm communicating this to people that um, you're, you're buying coaching, you're buying attention, you're buying um, analysis and that's, that's, what we, that's what we want to do because that's how we believe we can actually help people the most. So that's yeah. kind of, at the end of the day, that's the biggest difference yeah. in my head. Yeah. yeah, I have a good client who's an example of that. He, um, in his squat, he gets like crushed, like like a front squat, right? Like, I do that too. But one of my clients, he, he his upper back just rounds so much in his front squat, and like he can front squat all day. He's not going to get stronger at front squatting unless he improves the strength of his upper back, right? So we do things like front rack holds, quarter front rack or quarter squats from a bottoms up position, right? Um, carries, holds, things like that, just to improve his upper rows, to improve his upper back strength, right? And if those things aren't incorporated. Like those things aren't, aren't going to be in a cookie cutter, cookie cutter program. What cookie cutter program is 
programming quarter front squats from a bottoms up position, right? Like not very many. Yeah. And so you're. And just if they did, gonna... if they did, a large amount of people wouldn't benefit from it. Right. It's exactly. Be correct, so exactly. If they did, they wouldn't help a lot of people. So um, it's just th those customizations. I think to the program are the things that set, are going to set you apart and, and actually inch you closer towards your goals. You know, if you just do whatever everyone else is doing, you're you're a unique person and your program or your exercise routine should be unique too, right? And then I guess along those lines, like this was actually something that Andrew um, kind of brought my attention to as we've, as we've been doing this over the years. Um, a huge piece of this is not only from a performance standpoint, but from a mobility limitation or a corrective exercise standpoint or injury prevention or injury rehab, all of this stuff. Um, my wife's a physical therapist, so I'm pretty aware of the pe people's need to be rehabbed after you know, a surgery or something, or just, you know, you twist your ankle and you can't get better and you need to strengthen certain stuff that you might not think of. Um, but I think, Andrew, just from your personal beginning to cross with your, like, mobility restrictions, I was never necessarily limited by specific movement patterns in terms of mobility. Um, definitely strength, but not necessarily I mobility. Do anything. So, like, <laughs> I, I remember, like, watching him squat and, like, we could put 300 pounds on his back and he could not get below parallel just because, right? And so that whole, that's kind of a whole other angle to look at this from that I would say most people have some sort of mobility restriction and it might not be glaring it might not cause you pain right away um, but I think that was something that us working yeah. together like brought my attention to so I think right. that's something we, we are pretty pretty conscious of dealing with right. as, as often as possible right so when you get a, a, a program for us or a coaching from us we're gonna assess every joint in your body to make sure it moves with full range of motion and, and pain-free right. right and if it doesn't even if the move, like movements that are usually related to that don't bother you, it's likely because you're really good at compensating somewhere else. Right. And if you're really good at compensating somewhere else, th that thing's probably gonna get hurt soon too. Right. So yeah, I mean, just th those, those customizations based on your um, strength imbalances and your mobility restrictions are huge. And you're, you're again, something that you're just not gonna get in a cookie cutter program, right? That's I, not gonna, right, that's, they can't. I mean, a huge, huge piece of that in my head. One of the things I'm super, super passionate about that I'm gonna, I'll try to say 30 seconds, but then stop oh, talking. No. But Keep going. this, the the answer when your shoulder hurts is not to just avoid it. That like drives me crazy, right? And that's and there, it's shocking to me how much people are willing to just live with. And there are, I understand there are some scenarios where there's not an immediate answer, but I think just the attitude of and a lot of times we run into this in group classes. I'm not just single out CrossFit. Any group classes, right? You, you, it's like, man, my ankle hurts when I do this. And the answer for the coach, the most reasonable answer for the coach to give you is like, okay, let's find something else for you to do because they don't have an hour to sit down with you and assess what's going on and figure out yeah. the whole chain reaction to that. The problem is people get into a whole way of fitness and living your entire life just avoiding dealing with the problem. And a lot of times I've been shocked at, as we've done kind of like more continuing education and for us as trainers, we've understood a little bit more about how your body works, a little bit more how strength and balance affects mobility, a little bit more how pain comes about in different scenarios. I've been shocked at how simple the answer is sometimes. Oh and it's God. not, it's not, it's just amazing how often people are just willing to live with something that could be fixed. It's not necessarily easy, but a lot of times the answer is very, very simple and you just need to find somebody who's willing to go through it with you and take you through the steps to get it better and you could be rather than just avoiding using your shoulder, you could get back to right. using your shoulder, yeah. also pain-free. And I just, that, that's something I get really excited about when I see people take those steps and yeah. um, drives me crazy when the, when the answer just becomes, okay, let's just ignore that. You know? Yeah. I saw a quote somewhere that said something like, um, 
when someone has like pain and uh, irritation with the movement that you, we usually have, if, if it's a mechanical exercise, like a press or a pull or a squat or a hinging movement, right? Like people just say like, that hurts, I'm gonna avoid it. Really, we have the right exercise to help you with that problem, but we use the wrong load or the wrong intensity, mm -hmm. right? And like those things are-, are Or the are context. What, right, the answer might not be to do right. 30 as fast as you can. Yeah. Right, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. But like if, if that's bothering you, that's a pattern that you probably need to work on mm -hmm. in some kind of way, whether it's making right. that pattern more mobile or stronger, right? Um, but yeah, that's, that's a huge thing too, right? Addressing those imbalances. Um, yeah. And then like on top of all of this, the biggest thing, uh, one of the biggest things around personalization is that you get progression with your program, right? So like I come in to the gym and I do, say I have, I'm doing a cookie cutter program and I do a five by five bass squat, just, just an easy example. And I failed my, my fifth set. Next week I'm gonna come into the gym and my five by, my, if the program is another five by five and heavier, how are you gonna do that if you didn't even do the week before, right? right? And like, so like to have that feedback and, um, and, and progression that's specific to you makes a big difference, right? right? And then the last thing would be, and this is something that's not talked about enough, I think is accountability that you get from a coach, right? Like there's no accountability whatsoever with getting how many times have you looked at a program and started something and have not finished right. it? Oh, I've done it. Like, yeah. Tons of times yeah, before before having a coach. Yeah. Right? And like you the accountability is just not the same. Like no one's holding you to it. Um, some people are really good at holding themselves to be accountable with that. Like right. and more power to those people. But most people are not going to do that. Right? Some even myself, if I can <laughs> if I don't get a, a workout from Brendan one day because I'll I'll like, you know, told him I'm taking a rest week or like I'm just gonna take it easy. I come in and I write my workout on the whiteboard. Nine times out of 10, I don't do that workout. I, I wrote four rounds and I did two and I called it a day. Like, it's just it's just not the same to hold yourself accountable to, to the same standards. Right, but I think just the topic of accountability, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of versions of that. Some of it is like just, did you do your work? You know, some yeah. of it is just, is just you, need to, you need to let me know how it went just so I know that you did it. That's, that's a piece of it. Um, but, but another piece of it is I think it feeds back into some of what we're talking about. It, it opens a conversation up, right? It, it, if you fail your five by five back squat, um, there, might, there might be people that I'm working with that's like, okay, it, there is such a thing as like having good and bad days in the gym, right? There's, there's, you can be in the middle of a very effective progression and fail the same squat that you're gonna make tomorrow, right? Like that, mm -hmm. that can happen. So yeah. it opens up a conversation to, um, this is gonna lead us into talk, we're probably gonna ask you about recovery. We're probably gonna ask you about sleep and nutrition and, and right, like there's a lot of other pieces to this just then did you fail the squat, you know? Yeah, and right. so, so sometimes that means the next time you have a five by five, I'm gonna keep you at the same percentage until you make it. Sometimes it means like, yeah, but I had this pinch in my hip. It's like, whoa, okay, let's take a look at that. We're gonna do two weeks where you're just lunging heavy and then you're gonna blow that squat out of the water just because you had this weird thing going on with your hip or your low back, right? And so, um, so it just opens up a whole bigger conversation that can lead into lifestyle or it can lead into specific um, yeah. accessory work and, and all of those things right. that I think is what makes this valuable at the level that will actually improve your fitness and your lifestyle on right. kind of a more accelerated track. Yeah. At the end of the day, everyone is unique. Everyone's different, right? right? And like, I don't think anyone out there is out there saying like, oh, I want to be the same as everybody else either. Right. So if you, if you don't want to be the same as everybody else and you're not the same as everybody else, we probably should not be doing the same exercise routine as everybody else. Which, like, exercise is 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 a stressful event, right? It is. It's 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 a healthy stressful event, but it's a stressful one. 
And if we're not like careful around how we approach that, like a lot of bad things can happen. And people see that all over the place where, you know, how many people do we come, see come into the gym that are discouraged because they haven't been able to exercise for five years because they've been hurt every time they try. Right. And yeah. it's like if they had something that was personalized to them, that just wouldn't be the case. Yeah. And and so those people are people who are going to help are going to be um, benefit a lot more from something that's customized to them rather than something that a random person's out there, right? And that's we just all we just basically covered like health today, right? And, I mean, it's like we can go into performance and talk for another two hours on right. why cookie cutter performance programs are just not the way to go. Right. We're gonna do a quick one real quick. Mike and I both used to follow CompTrain. Yeah. When for how many years did we do this? Year and, and a half, two years. A year and a half, two years, right? And I don't think I got an ounce stronger the whole time I did CompTrain. Right. I got pretty fit. Yeah. But. I was already someone who was whose weakness was like strength, and I weakness went two years. <laughs> yeah, my weakness is weakness. And I went two years without getting even a little bit stronger. I was like the same strength. I got a lot more fit, but my essentially my the gaps between my strength and my weaknesses grew. Right. Right. And like our your goal is to try to for someone who's looking for performance is try to narrow those gaps, like become as balanced as you can. Right. And you're just not gonna be able to do that unless you have a good assessment. Good accountability, customization to your workouts, right? Like, yeah. That, the more the more specific your goal is, yeah. The more specific the the recipe needs to be, right? That's yeah. yeah. Cool. All right. So that's all we got for you guys today. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Um, please click the link below or click the little like sign to subscribe, and uh, you can follow us on you can follow the Forge Method on Instagram or Facebook. Um, we still have a page. We got to get back on that, uh, but. Also, if you want to talk to us about programs and stuff, you can contact us through Yankee um, or through our personal uh, Instagram pages. Um, any kind of way like yeah. that. Thanks for having me, man. Cool. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs>